0: Shalom to the of you Today's daf discusses a borrowed ox goring. We discuss the damage done in a, a joint property. We discuss uh, that leads us to uh, the discussion of a hutzer that you're only allowed to bring your fruit into. Then this guy brings his ox in there, so the chutzner itself could have various qualities depending on what you do with it and then we move into a a very cryptic mission and we start unpacking it discussing Shum Kesev and shova Kesev collecting from Karka versus Metaltolin we begin with the Gemara that tells us we learned that when the ox which is supposed to be washed by one of the four Shumrim damages he's chayiv to pay and so what was that case talking about you have three options if we're talking about number one, let's say we're talking about we, uh, the, the, the Gemara looks at looks at it from the uh, borrower's perspective, right? A borrower is a, was one of the four shemrim. So, if the borrowed ox gores one of the borrowers' ox, so the guy who lent the ox can say. If my ox had gored, gored any animal, you would still have to pay. You were t- entirely obligated in anything that this ox does. So when it gores your animal, what? So now I have to pay? You're responsible for it. So that could not have been the case. If you're going to say the opposite, that the borrower's ox gored the borrowed ox, then again, the owner is going to tell him, you're responsible for whatever happens to my ox. So because your ox was the one that did the damage, Kavachay begot if you have to be responsible for it. Elamai, the Gemara brings a third version of this, it must have been that the borrowed axe did the damage, but the borrower only had accepted to guard it insofar as keeping the animal safe. But he did not accept to guard it from any damages that it would do. It was a very docile creature, he didn't expect it to be doing any damages. The Gemara says, if that's the premise, that he's not responsible for any damages that the borrowed animal does. Then, how come in the safe of Of the price we brought yesterday, we said that if it breaks out at night or if, or if Listim break it out, he's butter? That'd be mashmah that if it broke out by day, he would be hive. Why would he be chayiv by day? He didn't accept the responsibility of any damages that it does. So the Gemara says We'll have to add in the words That if you were to accept the uh, Any damages that the animal does Then he'll be if it broke up by day Now the Gemara swoops back To ask Akash from Rabbi Lazar Who said that in a joint property Your partner for damage done um, From Shane and Regal Problem is with a bracer Rabbi Yosef tells us That if there's a joint A, a joint chatzar Or an inn you're chayiv for Shannon Regal there I, Rebbe with would say it'd be Potter So Rebbe Lozer answer It's very nice that you have your, your Rebbe Yosef, I have my own Braise, that backs me up Braise says that Shimon ben introduced four klolim by damages Number one, whenever you're in the Hashanah of the Nizak and not the Mazak, You're entirely chayiv Even uh, Lechayur Karen would be chayiv Nazak sholim And number two, second klal if you're in the Mazak's property, then what's your cow doing in my property? Of course, I damaged it. And then you're a potter. The third case is that if it's joint, and this is the right that Rabbi is bringing to the that's of, Sh- of uh, Shutvin, like a. Uh, right? So the example that Rabbi Shimon brings is a chutzr that's jointly owned or a valley. Over there, you're potter for Shane and Ragel. That's exactly Rabbi he says, in this joint property, then you'd be chayiv for any sort of karen, whether it be uh, goring, crouching, biting, trampling, picking. So, tam is chatzinazeg, is nazeg sholun. And the fourth quality he brings is that if it's neither of their properties, like, uh, you know, a third party's property, you know, another neighbor, then you chayiv for Shane and ragel. And for all Karen stuff, it's as a vertam and Nezik Shalim for a but Again, the Velazar pulls out of here that in a joint property, you're Potter for Shane and Regal. The the Gemara says, we have a, a Steer and Brysas. Are you Chav or Potter for Shane and Regal in a joint property? So the Gemara says, answers that when the Braces says that you're Potter, that's where you have a, a Chotzer that was able to be used, they both used this chatzar for both their produce and for their ox to walk around. But when Reb says that you're gonna be chayiv, that was when this chatzar is only for produce. You can't bring your oxen in here. So when you brought his oxen, there he gonna be chayiv. for because it counts, it, it, the animals, it's like the Nizak's property. It's also meduyuk because we compare it to an inn, and an in inn no one brings their oxes into an inn a valley that, there you have your oxes too Arab Zira asks if we're talking about a chacha that they, they both use it but they only use it for produce not oxen how is that of your besteh acher you're only chay if you damage someone else's property L'maysa, they're sharing it so Bai explains since you're not allowed to bring oxen in here when you bring your oxen it's like it's his property you're there illegally now, if we don't have a maybe we don't even have a Maybe you're just talking about different types of chazars that are used for Sharim or not. He says, If you do want to say that they're arguing, they would be arguing in Reb Zira and Abayez back and forth. Now, we break down of Shimon Ben Alozers for klolim by uh, Nizokin, right? Number one, he says that if it's in the of the nizak then the Mazak has to pay full now it doesn't say that he's have to pay al hakol, it says Rav says that you have to pay bakol mashma you always have to pay nezik sholem. and this is in the uh, line of reasoning of Rabbi Tarfin who says that yes, when you go in Rosh then you have the, the whole tam and muah discrepancy but if you go in someone in the nezik sholim, you pay nezek sholem all the time, even a tam the Gemara says, okay, let's look at the Seifa, right? The fourth case their Shimon said, the fourth claw, was that if it's in neither of their properties, then the mazik is Chayev for Shin and Rego. Now where is this property that's neither Ruven or Shimon's? If it's Mama's neither of them, then it's it's not a Besteh Acher. So you shouldn't be Chayev. Elamai, we're talking about the Nizik's property. And he says that you pay Chatzin Nezak for Tam and Nezeg Shalim for Mu'od. That's going like, a, like the Rabonin, so what, the Rasha is the and the Sefer are the rabotan? Okay, one answer is yeah. That could be. Shmuel to, uh, told Rabbi Yehuda, he said, leave your way of thinking and come learn like me outside. That yes, the Rabonin is the Rasha, the rabbanon is the Sefer. But Ravina sends says in the name of rabotan, a second answer, that... All four cases could be going like Rabbi Shimon. Rebbe Tarifun. Rebbe Shimon's going like Rebbe Tarifun. To clarify, it's not Rebbe Shimon b'nyachai. It's not Stam Rebbe Shimon. It's Rebbe Shimon al-Lahzer. Aye, in the Seifa, it sounds like you're going like De'Abonon. We're only paying khatin as a for Tam. He says that case where it's neither their properties, that's for pay But in the joint property, that was where they're both using their Chatz for accent as well. So over there it's the Chazir Hanizik. And regarding Karen, it would be a Rush's Harabin. So Gamura says, then you just subsumed the fourth klal into the first. You don't have four klal; you only have three. It's the same Allah. says It's three general rules. He divides one of them up into into, into a second one. But essentially, if Shimon is teaching us three things. Now we have a new Mishnah, it's very, very cryptic. The first bunch of Mishnayos who were written by a, a special Tana who wrote differently, uh, but the Gemara is going to break down every step. It says that Shum Kesef, Befnei Bezdin, Bnei Adim, Bnei Chayrin, Bnei Bris, La'Anoshim Mechlal Ha'Nezek, and Ha'Nezek, Ha'Nezek, B'Tash Lubin. Okay, so we start off with the first line. What is Shum Kesef? Evaluating Kesef. So Yehuda says that when you're paying all damages, it has to be with cash, with Kesef. As opposed to what? There's a price that, that brings that if someone's ox gores and ruins a talus. But the talus also damages the ox. So we don't say, okay, you know, you take the ox. I'll take, I'll take your talus. We'll just swap. In value, look, you have to evaluate the damage and pay up in cash. And in echnami, you might have to go both ways. The talus was what damaged the ox, maybe. The next line in the mishnah no, says, Shove Kesev. So this is teaching us that Bezdin only collects from Karka, but they don't collect from Metalin. Unless the Nizik grabs Metalin before Bezdin has the chance, then Bezdin lets that Metalin be the payment for the damage incurred to him. Next, the Gemara tells us. That means the best in from Karika. How do you learn that out from the words shavakesef? So you have a few options. First, the Bar Ulo says, it says shavakesef, you want to collect from something that is worth any money. Meaning, something that is not under the rubric of the halachas of oina'ah. You could charge more than a 60th for it. I have other men stars also don't have oina'ah. Okay, so we move on to the second answer. How do we see that Bezin only collects karaka from the words Shavakasev? Rabbi Barula says it has to be something which is bought with kasef. Ah, you also buy other and with kasef. Good point. So if Ashi gives us our third explanation, we know that Bezin can only collect from karaka from the words kasef because you're collecting the Shaveh not Kesev. And the Taltolin is essentially Kesev. I mean, you barter with it, like Kesev, you don't barter with land. We're learning now that Shaveh Kesev teaches us the Besan is only allowed to collect from, from Karka. The B'risis is exactly the opposite. He learns from the Bosque of Yoshiv to include any Shaveh even from Bran. It doesn't need to be Karka. Gemara answers. When do we say that Bezdin only collects from Karaka? That's when it's collecting for Yasoimim. The Gemara says, hold on. If we're if we're talking about a case of Yasoyim in Mishnah, in the Seifa, where we say that if the Nizak were to grab Mental and Bezdin lets the, the Nizak keep that, he just stole from Yasoimim. Bezdin will not let that be payment. It has to be Karka. The Gemara answers. This is the Sheitas Rovo Nachman. That the Nizuk had actually taken this matantlin in lieu of payment while the father was still alive. In that case, Besin going to let him keep that as payment for the damages done to him. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.